You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Good morning, Bucknuts. It is Tuesday, January 28, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. It's Ohio. It's the winter. It's gray. It's Dwayne Long coming from the capital city of Columbus. Dwayne, how goes it? Um, about as gray as the weather. It, it, it drives me crazy when it gets like this for days at a time, Dan. It's ugly. As you said, it's Ohio. It's winter. And here we are. There's no football game to look forward to, and the basketball team has been a roller coaster ride. So let's talk what we always love to talk about, and that's recruiting. One thing we do 365 days a year, as good as anybody. The dean of Ohio State recruiting, William Kerlick, has crystal balled Marcus Bradley from Quince Orchard High School in suburban Washington, D.C., Gaithersburg, Maryland, officially. Six foot three, 270 pounds. They list him as a defensive tackle. If I had stayed in the DMV, this was the school area I lived in, Quince Orchard would be comparable to a huge, high-quality public school football team in, like, your Hilliard, Columbus area. Your thoughts on Marcus Bradley? Well, uh, his film is fresh in my mind, and and uh, this guy, oh, my goodness, he is an absolute beast. He's 6'3". Uh, but he has a wingspan, looks like a, a kid of about 6'6", six, six. Uh, uses his hands very well, closes ground, plays with a high motor. This would be a really great uh, get if we could pull this one off uh, to go with Mike Hall. Seems to be some question about Damon Payne these days. I saw his highlight film, and the uh, only thing I can say is he, he must be disappearing in games for stretches because uh, uh, when you pull out his best, he is still really impressive. So for me, he would be a take too. Uh, but uh, this kid here, this is this is a kid that uh, better defensive tackle class this year. I would say clearly better, and uh, this is one of the reasons why. And as you said, he's playing at a at a uh, uh, he's not beating up on a. A uh, bunch of little farm kids. He's he's uh, he's playing against uh, some bigger guys. Uh, just there's a lot to like about him. Everybody needs to go over and look at his film. Just look at about the first five plays. You don't have to watch the whole thing. Uh, this would be an outstanding get. Hopefully he gets it over with as soon as possible. Uh, I don't think Mike Hall is going to be out there for much longer either. Uh, as underrated a player as there is the in in the in the class as far as I'm concerned in Mike Hall. Uh and anything else we get. Maybe we just wanna uh focus on the kid from Washington who is the best defensive tackle in the country and a teammate of, of G. Scott. That would be a really sound strategy as to try to get these two guys in place now. You got your ta- your uh pair of tackles for this class that you absolutely need to have 
and then focus on uh, getting a real superstar. So uh, that would not surprise me. Uh, I got to say this: you have to think that Washington, uh, or excuse me, Maryland, and uh, I would say Penn State too, because they just kind of walked in and plucked players out of Maryland. They got to be tired of Ohio State. They have to be as tired of Ohio State as uh, Texas is for Texas to go down there and and take the top of the, the cream of the crop from uh, that great state, that great recruiting state. So um, this has just become uh, going down there into Maryland and in the Virginia area and, and plucking the top talent, the, the ones that could help Maryland become uh, a real contender. There, you think about the athletes that we pulled out of there. What if they were on a Maryland roster? I bet Maryland would at least be a, a team that you would expect to win more games than they lose every year if they could keep this talent at home. But Ohio State is just going down there and and uh, they're not really just they're not recruiting. Sometimes they're just picking, taking the top kids, bringing them back up here, and and putting them in the NFL. So. Uh, this is this is huge to be able to go out of state and establish some footholds. It's huge with uh, the the population drain in Ohio. It also means a talent drain and having having the ability to go around the country and snatch up talent like that. It's it's uh, what's well, huge. Look at look at where the program is right now. I don't think we have a lot of Maryland Terrapin fans listening to this podcast. But if we do, this is not going to add to their enjoyment. Larry Johnson dominates the DMV. That's a fact. It's a known thing. If he's coming for you there, he's likely going to get you. One of the guys who didn't get goes to school about 30 minutes up the road from Marcus Bradley, and his name is Brian Brzee. So good job, Terps. We're going to take a quick break, be back, talk some more Cruton. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. We are back. We want to touch on a couple 2021 guys again here that have piqued Dwayne's interest. The first he made a quick mention of, and that is Mike Hall, a defensive tackle from Ohio who is yet to really blow up nationally and that may work in our favor. What you, what's your thoughts on Hall? Mike Hall is as good a defensive tackle as we've seen come out of Ohio. I mean, he's outstanding, Dan, and, and I don't understand. Did he not go to camp? I know Streetsboro is not a uh, – it's kind of off the beaten path, but you look at this kid's film and you're thinking, why is he not top ten nationally at defensive tackle? He should at least be top ten. I know it's a better crop. I start my uh, film watching of the next class with the linemen. That's that's what I do. Uh, and I'm telling you, I've seen more of the tackles so far than the ends because it's uh, it's you know it's where uh, we've already got Jack Sawyer, who is as far as I'm concerned the best best end in the class, but. We need to make sure we get those tackles. Mike Hall is just outstanding. He dominates the line of scrimmage. He's got he's a, he can do both a uh, power rush where he just uh, uh, blows the the guard up and puts him into the backfield, or he can uh, he'll he'll rip move, swim move, and, uh, and and beat him with quickness. He's he's got all the tools. He's just the right size. 
you, you like to have a kid that's uh defensive tackle in the, you know, 6'3", 6'4", 265, 275 coming out of high school. He just looks great. He plays hard all the time. So, you know, you, you've got to I, – I guess he's going to block. That, that's all there is to it. I don't really care. I'm more interested in what I think and what the coaching staff thinks. Uh, when it comes to the star ratings and all that, well, good. That's a plus. But uh, this kid here, I'm I'm happy to see us in on him. I'm happy that he wants to be here. So uh, Mike Hall, people, I'm calling him a naked jaunt uh, uh, get when we get him. He's that good. Promise you, he's that good. And I think he's going to be a Buckeye, so we may be able to get some cameras set up for that jaunt. So, people, let's get ready to go viral. Speaking of not agreeing with rankings, Jalen Johnson, safety from LaSalle, has committed. Some weren't big on it. You think he's underrated? Absolutely underrated. I, uh, you know, we've got Kirk, A.J. Kirk, that is uh, Mike Doss's uh, brother, younger brother. I've watched them both a number of times, and I have yet to say, one time that I liked Kirk's film better than I like Johnson's. I like Johnson. I think he's a real nice kid. He's a, uh, a kid that is, has just been running under the radar. Uh, some people that I respect still think that he's going to grow into an outside linebacker. I'm not convinced. If he does, so what? But I want Jalen Johnson in Scarlet Gray. Happy, happy to have him. I uh, Again, I think he's going to be a real fine safety for us. I think he's much underrated. The final top 247 for the class of 2020 will be released later today. We know Ohio State has five stars in Julian Fleming and Paris Johnson. I will tease you and let you know two more Buckeyes will become five stars. But today, Dwayne is going to give you his class of 2020 commitment, top five, in his opinion. Dwayne, take the floor. Well, uh, you start with Fleming and Johnson. That's that's kind of uh, – I know people just took a, another sip of their coffee with that one because they know that's just a no-brainer. Uh, Fleming is the best receiver I've seen come out of high school in a couple of years, and there have been some good receiver classes. He's just exceptional. Uh, and, and he's going to play, and I bet by the end of the season he's playing a lot. You may want to put him back and, and let him return some kicks. We're still a little unsettled in that situation. Uh, you know, Wilson looked good back there, but uh, I didn't like that he had two muffs uh, in the short period of time that he was back there. You can't do that. The first thing to do, if you don't do anything else on punt return, is it secure the change of possession. So if I'm a coach and there's not one guy that's standing out that he's, I'm always confident he's going to catch it, and uh, then I know he's going to do something with it. I'm just putting the best pair of hands I got back there, secure the change of possession. So uh, I, I could see Fleming back there. Uh, he's a superstar in the waiting. I won't say in the making, in the waiting. Um, and, and also Paris Johnson is, is – uh, as good an offensive lineman as has come out of Ohio in in, uh, in my time doing this. He's really out. I did not see Orlando Pace as a high school player, so I can't really say I know what he was at Ohio State. 
I, I knew about him. I knew he was. Uh, that was back in the in the days when you had the magazines come out, and he was the number one offensive lineman in the country then. So, uh, but uh, Paris Johnson is special. If Paris Johnson is not in the mix, I'm going to be really happy because that means that some of our guys have really stepped up in the off-season conditioning program and gotten better. Paris Johnson could very easily be in the two. If Paris Johnson was named the starter at right tackle, I'm one that would not be surprised. I think he needs to get stronger. I think that's what's going to be key to uh, him stepping up. Uh, that, that often is the case with offensive linemen. These big, long kids uh, getting stronger, it just takes them a while longer. Uh, so going up against grown men, I mean, sometimes they're going to be looking at 22-year-olds who've been in weight programs four to five years across the other side of the line. That's that's a difference. But uh, he is just a special football player. Uh, glad to have him. Uh, you've got to throw Smith Najigva in here. And that's hard to do with Gee out there. I mean, Gee's uh, got is just special. I was always happy to have him. But the season that Smith and Njigba had this year, my Lord, and, and the state of Texas. So you've got to look at him. His numbers were just off the charts. So that means every high school that he went up against knew what was going on and couldn't do anything about it. You know they schemed to stop him because obviously – he was going to beat you. If if uh, if he put up the numbers he had been putting up the previous weeks against you, you were beat, just the one guy. So you know the programs went in, or at least the smart coaches went in, saying, okay, I'm not going to let him beat us. If they beat us, they're going to beat us doing something they really don't want to do. But we're not going to let the guy, their go-to guy, beat us. And he still beat them. Very special athlete. This receiver class is I don't I don't know if if uh this isn't as good as there's been any school anywhere in one year, at least during the the uh scholarship limit uh period here that we've been in since uh what when did that come in? It came in I believe in Earl Bruce's time. It's just that that special. So uh, uh, he's in there. Uh, another kid, I pay attention to line play, Luke Wipier is just, he is what you really want. Now, I'm not big on recruiting guards. Centers, yes. Guards, not so much. He's probably going to be a center. But this is a kid, what you want, what I want to see in a guard I want to see a kid that moves like a tackle. He just doesn't have tackle length. That describes Luke Wipier perfectly. He moves so well. Very physical, really gets after people, has some pop, and that's important because blowing a guy, a 320-pound guy off the line, uh, you need some explosion, and he has it. Uh, We're really uh, putting together... A uh, we can be called center U at this point. We're we're putting out centers uh, at a at an incredible rate. We've got Harry Miller here. We've bought uh, Matthew Jones in here to play center. 
I think he's going to play guard because I think Harry Miller's that good. Then you got Whitebeard coming in behind him. Uh, and with Josh Myers sitting there, that might be the best of them all. So uh, we are really producing centers, and it's highly, highly important. Luke Whitebeard is the next in line. Uh, my fifth guy is going to shock people a little bit. Uh, it, oh, if you follow me on the message boards, probably not as much. I love Jack Miller. I love C.J. Stroud. I think it's the best quarterback tandem that I can remember that we brought in. But Jack Miller is just a big pocket passer who has some mobility. He can get outside and run around a little bit if he needs to, and he had to because their offensive line was horrible. You know, I'm concerned about the injuries with him. But there's also the matter that maybe it was because he was just taking a beating back there because he was running for his life all the time. I mean, that was just incredibly bad how the offensive line was. Even on his highlight plays, you're looking at him running. He's trying to <laughs> trying to not die out there. I love that big kid that can just stand back there, see over the over the offensive lineman, and deliver strikes, and that's what he can do. Uh, he's been uh, Ryan Day's hand-picked guy for two years. That's who he wanted. So I, I believe Jack Miller... If it's C.J. Stroud, that's great. Both of them are are just outstanding. Uh, But I just, Jack Miller's my guy. I love Jack Miller. You cannot get a more in-depth report on recruiting than you just got. If you made it to the end of the show, we'd love you some Ohio State football recruiting. And don't forget, the top 247 will be released officially this afternoon. Make sure they're there. We will have a podcast later on wrapping up the discussions on all the five stars, which should be pretty cool. Have a good one, Bucknutters. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.